Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82, a psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, hello, everyone. This is uh, Kennard Levy-Brown speaking. I'm your host for the Merciful Servants of God a Biblical Instructional Program for uh, this Sunday. Uh, I'm going to try to do a Sunday uh, podcast each and every Sunday. If I can't, uh, I'll do the best I can to try to make up for it. Um we're still having the case of coronavirus going around, and that inspired me to do uh, this particular program. It's called Why Does Humankind Have Pestilence? Uh, why is there disease and pestilence on the earth? Why do, human, why do human beings get sick? And what is the significance of the coronavirus in these end times? Because, you know, I hear people arguing and fussing whether or not to get a vaccine or not, or um, arguing and fussing about a mask, but I don't hear too many ministers bringing up why are we having this coronavirus in the first place. What is the cause? Because certainly this is not positive to have a virus that has uh, penetrated all the major regions of the world. It's a worldwide plague, which the Bible has prophesied would occur. And so let's let's answer the question of what, why does human why does human beings or humankind have pestilence? So to begin this Bible study, let's closely look at what the Messiah stated about this um, in Matthew. Let's go to Matthew chapter twenty-four, starting in verse six. And this is a now prophecy, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a now prophecy for several years now. Uh, You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. We've had, in the 20th century, we've had World War I. We've had World War II. We had the Korean War, the Vietnam War. We had the Gulf War. um, And we had the War on Terror, right? And now we are in a, I guess, transitional stage where we have little um, small wars, but they're not major wars. So anyway... But we still are hearing rumors of wars. China coming over here and destroying America, which I believe is, is very possible that that could happen if I'm understanding the Bible uh, properly um, and what it says about China. And that's a future broadcast. But anyway, uh, Matthew 24, verse 6, And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. And a lot of people violate that. Uh, and I know some people personally that are troubled, you know, and, and they get all riled up over things that they hear about and uh they they can't get riled up you just have to realize that these things were prophesied to occur 
by Yodevahe or God or the Messiah or Christ himself. So he says, for all these things must come to pass. But the end, and what he's talking about, the end of man's rule on this earth, and also the end of sin. And that's going to take a while to eliminate, but uh, certainly that's what that end is coming. He's talking about, uh, first of all, he's talking about the end of uh, human beings trying to rule themselves, which we've failed miserably. And then also he's talking about the end of sinful mankind. It will be a time where all of mankind will be perfect, and that is another Bible study. But anyway, so here, in verse 7 of Matthew 24, for nation or families or tribes shall rise against families or tribes and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. So, we certainly have the uh, coronavirus qualifying. We've had uh, several other uh, pl- worldwide plagues. Uh, this is just one of them, the coronavirus. And I don't know if you've heard or not, but the Omicron uh, variant is has been discovered, a part of the coronavirus, and already uh, the whole world is being alarmed by it. It's already infected those in Australia. Uh, it has been found in South Africa, uh, in in the British Isles. Uh, in certain parts of Northwestern Europe, and then in Canada. And um, Fossey, Dr. Fossey feels that there may be uh, some variants here in the United States, but uh, it, it will be uh, a miracle if we don't get anyone in the United States with that uh, the Omicron strength, okay? So uh, once these viruses start, it's very hard to, to put a clamp down on them. And so anyway, uh, we have the Messiah stating the fact that this is something that we better get used to. We better get used to uh, disease epidemics. And then in Revelation chapter 6, Revelation chapter 6, starting in verse 5 to 8. And when he had opened up the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see, and I beheld and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. So these are, this is economics or socioeconomics. And see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. So this is certainly a prophecy of inflation. We're going, uh, we're, we're having issues with that as I'm speaking. And verse 7, and when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, come and see. And I looked and behold a pale horse and his name that sat on him was death and hell. Uh, and hell, in this context, uh, the Greek is Hades, and it's referring to not a place, but the grave, okay? And power was given unto him over one-fourth of the earth, one-fourth or 25% of the population of the earth, to kill with war, with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. So the third seal is representing economic um, instability, which famine can have a lot to do with that. Then also pestilence, and usually those two horses uh, they're certainly in- interrelated, and that's what we are certainly going through right now uh, in prophecy. And so to answer the question, why do we have pestilence? Well, sickness is another way to say pestilence. Uh, that started all the way in the garden, right? When Adam and Eve sinned, uh, they weren't supposed to die, but when they sinned, what happened? We have death, right? But the good news is, is this. Uh, we go to Romans 5, verse 19. Romans 5, verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. 
And so, of course, um, we know that by Adam's sin, this happened. Uh, let me see, I'm trying to find a scripture where it talks about um, as far as death and how death came. Right here, Romans 5, verse 12, and whereby as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. So that's what, unfortunately, sin causes. It causes sicknesses, and then you call, and it causes death. I just recently um, had to put my uh, cat, had to put him away because he was in so much pain, and but he that was a sickness. So death is a form of sickness, and then unfortunately, that sickness leads to death. And so because of sin, we, we that should help answer the question, why does humankind have pestilence? Well, I think the first reason is because uh, it's because of sin. We inherited sin from our parents, our original parents, Adam and Eve. And um, that's something that we all are going to eventually suffer, no matter how healthy we are. We're going to get sick, so sick that we're going to die. And that's just the way it is, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, but... Even though we're all destined to die, God is merciful to us, and he states in his word that if we obey his commandments, uh, he will uh, heal us of any diseases or prevent any diseases from occurring. Now, I want you to understand something. Uh, The Bible is not against doctors. Um, I don't have enough time to really go into this in detail like I thought I was going to, but uh, Luke was a physician. You need to look these scriptures up. Colossians 4, verse 14. 2 Timothy 4, verse 11. Colossians 4, verse 14. 2 Timothy 4, verse 11. So Luke was a physician. And then uh, Jesus or God or Yodevahe or Messiah stated the following here. Let's take a look at this. Uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 31. And when I say God, he's God's son, but, hey, he shares that that Godhead with the Father because the son is like the Father, right? So anyway, uh, Luke 5, verse 31, And Jesus answered and said unto them, They that are whole need not a physician. And so right there he was saying that if if you are, uh, you know, aren't sick, then you don't need a physician. So obviously the reverse it's likely too. If you are sick, you need a physician. So I'm just showing you right now in the scriptures that God is not against physicians. All right. And then there, I don't have time to read it, but in, um, this is the apocrypha, and I don't really, um, I don't endorse the apocrypha and other outside writings unless they back up what the Bible says, and in this case, it does. And then Sirach, C I R A C H. This is in the apocrypha, 38 verse one. It says, "Honor physician with the honor due unto him." For the uses which you may have of him, for the Lord has created him. All right, so for of the most high come of so for of the most high come of healing, and he shall receive honor of the king. So anyway, if you read Sirach thirty one, verse one, all the way to Sirach, um, and that's C I mean I'm, I mean and that's S I R A C H verse one to verse fifteen, you'll see how the Jews thought about doctors and, and doctors uh were important. Uh, in Jewish society, and they certainly are important in our society. So people that dog out doctors, and they don't know what they're talking about. They need to do some research and, and understand that doctors do have their place. What do you do if you have a bullet in your head or if your limb comes off or you're pregnant? Uh, and I know some women, they, they have their pregnancies in their home, but most women don't. They go to the hospital. Uh, what do you do uh, when you have a tumor? 
All right, uh, what do you do if you have a sudden heart attack? Uh, come on. So doctors certainly have their place. But also the scriptures state that you should not depend on them too much either. An example of that is Mark 5, verse 25 to 26, and Luke 8, verse 43. So I, can, I don't have time to read those scriptures to you, but go ahead and look those scriptures up. Mark 5, verse 25 to 26, Luke 8, verse 43. You can always stop the recording and go back and 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 write the scriptures down and look them up yourself. Mark 5, verse 25 to 26, Luke 8, verse 43. And that is scriptures that reveal that God doesn't want it to depend on doctors too much. So we must do it in moderation. We have, must have the wisdom to, to go to doctors when we need to go to doctors. And, and the doctors do have their place. Now, um, in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, he states the following. He says, and he said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all the statutes, I will put none of the diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians. Uh, of course, e Egypt and the way they lived is a type of the world. And so he's telling us here, if we just obey his commandments, uh, none of those diseases will come upon us. All right. But unfortunately, the majority of people in the world aren't obeying the commandments. And so that's the reason why we have a sick world. Uh, we have a sick world spiritually, and we certainly have a sick world physically. Um, and I don't have time to go over this, but uh, Leviticus chapter 11 reveals the type of meat that we should eat. And when you don't eat the right type of meat, you will cause diseases upon your body. All right? Plain and simple as that. And, um, but read the whole chapter of Leviticus chapter 11 to find out for yourself. And... Leviticus chapter 26, so let me get to that because I'm, I'm running out of time here. Leviticus chapter 26, uh, verses 14 to 16, says, But if you will not hearken unto me and will not do all these commandments, and if you shall despise my statutes or if you of your life, abhor my judgment so that you will not do all of my commandments. So we have to do all the commandments. We just can't do some of them. Uh, keeping the commandments is not like a smorgasbord. You just pick and choose what you like. It's not. That's not the way it goes. But... But he says right here, so that you will not do all my commandments, but that you break my covenant or agreement. I will also do this unto you. This is the first thing that came out of his mouth here uh, about disease. I will appoint unto you terror, consumption, and the burning of. So I want you to understand, in the context of disease and pestilence is fear. And that's exactly what we're going through right now. People are panicking about this new variant, and they've been panicking about the coronavirus ever since it popped up on the earth. Okay, so God knows the end from the beginning, ladies and gentlemen, you know, in terms of world events and what's going to go on, and we need to understand that. And so a book that I highly suggest you get, before I forget, is a book entitled What Would Jesus Eat? Okay, one of the, it is the best book that I've ever read about it from an outside source. It's from a doctor. And so go to Amazon.com. I don't get any profit off this. I'm just telling you just to do it yourself. And get the book, um, What Would Jesus Eat? The best book that I've ever read, basically, on what Jesus ate. And if you truly want to follow Jesus like you, um, like you claim to do or you, you believe in Jesus, then you would eat what Jesus eat, ate, too. Because in John 14, verse 6, he says, he is the way. He is the life and the truth. One of his ways is that he stayed away from unclean meats. So if you truly are worshiping Jesus, then you would do what he did and you would eat what he ate. 
and you would obey God like he did, etc. But that's not a Bible study. And so anyway, the Bible commands us to take care of our bodies. That's in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 and 17, and 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18 and 19. It says our body is like the temple of God. And, and it says whoever defiles the body, God is not going to appreciate that. So to fully understand that, look those scriptures up, 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 and 17, and 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18 and 19. All right? And so what do you do if you are sick, ladies and gentlemen? Well, first of all, uh, it's good to have a right attitude about life. Be positive. Proverbs 17, verse 22 reveals that, had to have a positive attitude. Uh, second of all, and please, uh, here's a disclaimer, consult your doctor before you take herbs. Um, Genesis 1, verse 29 to 30, Ezekiel 47, verse 12, and Isaiah 1, verse 6, certainly advocates the use of herbs and essential oils. And so you should get an education on that. But again, the disclaimer, consult your doctor before you take herbs. All right, so if you're sick, what you should do first is pray to God. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 14, pray to God to help you and to heal you. Second of all, or just as important as, as the first, praying, obey all the commandments of God. Look for opportunities to help people even while you're sick. Uh, Psalm 41, verses 1 to 3 tells you that. In Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 to 8, in the context of fasting, you should fast to inspire, inspire you to want to give to others. And God says when you do that, then he will speed your healing. Okay, so that's in Isaiah 58, verses 6 to 8, and Psalm 41, verses 1 to 3. And, of course, obey all the rest of the commandments because, really, obeying all the commandments should inspire us to want to give and share and care about other people. If you don't do that, then, you know, don't be surprised if you get sick easily, all right? Um, ask for the anointing of the elders. I'm an elder of God. And so if any of you need healing, I know I may not be there personally. I'll do what Paul did. I've done what Paul did, and I continue to do so. I, I sent out a cloth, and, and I, I put my hands on it. I pray that God would heal you, and I send the cloth to you. And that's, that's in the Bible, too. I don't have time to to show you what that scripture is at. But anyway, James 5, verse 14, um, that scripture I remember, and that particular scripture uh, tells you that elders should uh, be the people that you contact too in the healing process, all right? And so uh, I went over this pretty quickly here. Um, we understand why humankind has pestilence. It's because of the sin that Adam and Eve committed. Second of all, we as a human race for years, have not really kept his commandments, all of them, and that's why he allows disease epidemics. And then in these end times, he's going to um, certainly increase uh, the uh, prevalence of uh, disease until the time of his second coming. And for proof of that, look at Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 58 to 68. He's going to even bring diseases that aren't even talked about in the Bible to influence us mightily to repent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so... I appreciate you listening. Uh, hopefully I'll be available next week. So may y'all bless and keep you. Um, and y'all willing, I'll be available next week. Take care. And may God bless and keep you and protect you. You're in these tough times. Malachi chapter 4. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. 
And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse.